And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's The Plague, week 28 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a comedian who has recreated his childhood blockbuster video in miniature, which is so realistic it has 32 copies of Lethal Weapon 2 and only four checked out copies of Police Academy 6, City Under Siege. It's Ken Reed. And she's an actress and comedian whose advice to young women looking to find a husband is simply walk up to a guy you like and then rub your butt all over him. It's Arden Marine. Tone Zone is here to announce the newest appointment to fill his vacancy on his scrotus. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little cold pimps. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. That particular racy-sounding carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Lisa Lowry. And cold pimps is pimento cheese in a taco shell with Fritos. And she included a barf emoji. I feel like I could... I feel like it might not be that bad. I would that prefer it. Good to me. I yeah. want to eat that. Is that I bad? would prefer it not in a taco shell. Um, that sounds like that sounds like something on Married with Children that a pregnant woman would eat. Yes, <laughs> like a, just a, a lazy writer's pregnant woman meal. Yes, it feels like college. I feel like I would have eaten that happily i would eat that now i would eat i would not like myself while i was doing it but i would i would enjoy the flavors let me say hello to my guests so you know who's behind these voices even though they have pretty identifiable voices (laughs) first up return guest guy who lives in no, not he, well. He lives in a house that has all sorts of like bric-a-brac and cool stuff. But his studio has so much in it. You wonder if he is running a gadget shop or is just lovably eccentric. I feel like I'm. This is coming across so insulting, Ken Reed. I'm not <laughs> trying to insult you. Hello. It's all right. Hello. I think last time you said I live in a cool junkyard, so you've already done better uh, than last time. It feels like a set. It feels it's so exciting. It feels almost better than like a normal human. (laughs) It it is. It's a lot of mementos. Allison's not wrong in her description. I'm looking at it. It feels like a TV set of a collector of pop culture. Yes. Yeah. Or puppets live there. Yeah. Well, I do have. I do have puppets. I have a puppet of my dog Ted (gasps) uh, back there. It's like a Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yes. Like I would also like house. to say hello and welcome back to Arden Marine. Hello. Hi. Hello. It's so good to be here. You, so th- this, is this a first in Alison Rosen is your new best friend history? I don't know. I feel like some, <clears throat> excuse me, of the more devoted listeners can write in and let us know. But you were my Monday show guest and now you're on the same week Thursday show. I love this. I love it's this. Ar- it's Arden week. <laughs> I mean, Arden that's how week. you become best friends. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God. It's Arden Week. Arden Week. Oh my God. Are you <laughs> kidding me? That is like, 
That is such a present. I am delighted by that. That's so exciting. It's official Arden Week. You're back. Did you wonder whether to play it again, Tony? I really wanted that. I really feel like I needed that today. And I really, you know, like times are crazy right now. And I'm appreciating having my own little like sting. (laughs) Oh, so this one, Arden Week? Arden Week. Oh my god! That means somebody made that. That means somebody made Tony? that. That was me. That's why it was Tony. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't figure out. It could have been any of Orlando Bloom. It could have been. We get. They just found it. It's just born that way. It was just born that way. I love it. I love it. It was unearthed. Thank you so much. If you only knew the texts going back and forth between old patient Tone Zone and me, this is actually this file is called Arden Week Five. Oh my god! Oh my god, dude, the tone zone. <laughs> tone zone was getting time. lots of notes. Well, I know in my, my defense. <laughs> in my defense, you just couldn't hear weak, and so then there was one that was like Arden weak. Oh my god, this thrills! I know that my new best friend Allison Rosen. I know my new best friend. She likes what she likes, and it's not. Yeah. She wasn't criticizing you. She needed to hear weak. I, I know, know that. I know. That but I then, feel like yeah, in a and podcast just, called Allison Rosen's Your New Best Friend, I feel so excited to make it like through the gauntlet, like to do two. I feel very excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't made it all the way through this one yet. No, I'm, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get kicked yeah. off the bus. I've Anything. Seen, uh, Allison Any- usually makes the speech like look to your left, look to your right. One of these people isn't gonna be here by the end of the show. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I am like, you guys aren't here to make friends. Wait, is that speech from Grey's Anatomy? I think it's from like anything that has a mentor and people learning. Yes. But I do feel like it especially is from Grey's Anatomy and what's her name gave them all a speech at the beginning. Miranda Bailey. Yes. Can I tell you what? Please. I auditioned for that part. Oh, really? (laughs) Can you imagine if that was me? I mean, like little 26-year-old artist or whatever. Like, you look to your... Like, who would have ever thought that I'm running a hospital? This voice is running a hospital at the age of 26. Like, (laughs) you look to your left. You look to your right. Some of you guys aren't good. I remember thinking, this is the part you're setting me up for? I'm not going to book this. And I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not with that attitude. I have a question, though. I tried. Because you and the actor... Do we say actress anymore or is it just all actor? I think it's all actor, but I always loved the word actress. So I'm never – I was – I just wanted to be an actress. So like – so to me, I don't take it as an insult, but I think everybody says actor now. I think it's actor. I got yelled at by Claudia Christensen for saying actor. It's the only – because I I always say actor. Yeah, she got real mad. She wanted to be an actress? She's like, I'm an actress. I don't have a penis. Oh, wow. I don't think you can win. I think you can't win yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> that is the – oh, wait, no. My metaphor is not working, but I'm I'm committed at this point. That's like the verbal equivalent of getting yelled at for holding a door open for someone. <laughs> yeah. I, I have arms. Which, I can hold the door. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like – I hear people talk – guys talk like, I don't even know if I should hold a door. I don't want to get yelled at. And I'm like, yeah. no one ever yells at someone for holding a door. No. But then this happened to you, Ken. I I'm don't know sorry. what to say. Yeah. I couldn't okay. care less which you call me. So you call an actor an actress or whatever. So you had a question. So what was yes. you were saying? The performer who they hired yeah, to play this. Miranda Bailey is a yeah. very different type than you. Yeah. She is a sort of uh, 
slightly she's a she's a um, lovably pudgy black woman yes so i'm just curious they called you in for that they called her in for that did they not know at all what they wanted i am always the one that's the or we could go another way even (laughs) and i sometimes book it even when there are parts that are for high-voiced blonde ladies i will show up and i will be there for like mr anderson like i will literally never (laughs) be there for a part that i could possibly get i am always the or we could go in like male part and i've booked a few so i've learned to not quite question it but i'm i'm always the sort of quirky x factor just to show them options often Mm. Like mm. I, I got a, I played a prison doctor in Orange Is the New Black that was written for like an ancient male. It was like Doctor Gregory Brooks. It was like an old male prison doctor, and it was me and a bunch. of – It was like Bob Newhart and I, like that kind, like <laughs> me and a bunch of like older <laughs> actors, and I booked it. So like I, I, sometimes it works for me. I almost feel like it's almost like oh, I hadn't thought of it like that. It's easier than if I'm sitting next to like. Anna Ferris or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost easier to be like the weirdo X Factor. Right. Be funny um, if it was always Bob Newhart. It was always you and Bob Newhart, <laughs> no matter what the part. Yeah. Damn you, Marine. Damn oh. so is. What, what, which one do you want? You want a Newhart? You want a Marine? I might as well leave if she's here. <laughs> that could be the plot of a movie where you discover the world sees you as looking like Newhart. Well, I I'm, think they already made that movie with Amy Schumer, but that's I feel right. Pretty. This is called I, I Feel Newhart. <laughs> <laughs> so wait okay so i watched orange is the new black up to i don't know I, and i've been meaning to catch up which season were you in season one i did one episode this was when netflix was first starting out it was the potential to be recurring I'm st- i guess it didn't happen um it was they it could said, still happen <laughs> i have the, they put a pin in me they they Okay, so when I got the audition, it was like before House of Cards had started airing. It was not, they said, "Do you want to do go audition for a web series?" Because it was net, it was on the internet, so they called it a web show. Orange is a new black, <laughs> and it literally they treated it like it was like, "Do you want to go out for this like internet series?" And um, it was season one when Laverne Cox needed her meds and. I she swallowed the bobblehead and I was like that like uptight sort of Tracy Flick from election doctor who was like I'm not giving you your fucking med you swallowed a bobble like you know I was Dr. Gregory Brooks I was so doctor I was like <laughs> Total Bob, I was like that Classic. Bob Newhart you just GB. saw Bob Newhart you thought it was Newhart Total. It's GB it's a GB I totally, move I totally GB'd her I GB'd her I was having none of her shenanigs yeah did uh, did Andrew McCarthy oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, I didn't even remember that she swallowed a bobblehead. Yeah. Yeah. Did, Sounds like something she would do. What were you yeah. going to say, Ken? Oh, did Andrew McCarthy direct the pilot? Because he directed most of season one. Okay. So he, I wasn't in the pilot. I was in episode like four. Oh, four, yeah, yeah. And they didn't warn me. And I got out there. <laughs> and the director was freaking Jodie Foster. Whoa. <laughs> and I was, again, I thought I was doing a web show and then I'm out at this prison and here comes Jodie Foster and I'm I'm like a pop culture super fan and I panicked and at the end of it and she wasn't I don't think that into me. I don't think she was that into me. And then at the end I panicked and I hugged her and she wasn't in like I, I she wasn't into it. It was not 
it was one of I, I I couldn't go I couldn't stop going over it again and again in my head like why did you pull Jodie Foster like, she was not giving up any her arms were crossed like she wasn't making eye contact like I fully pulled in Jodie Foster for I have an idea of how you could impress her what's that well it involves a gun <laughs> That's you know a history what? joke for You're people. You're right. I know exactly. That is a history joke. And uh, it didn't really work that well the first time, but maybe maybe two times a charm. I think he made a couple of mistakes. I think he could do it right the second time. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. I shouldn't yeah. let this I shouldn't let this go even though this was like nine years ago. I should just go for this. <laughs> I feel like we need to like issue some sort of like, haha, we're totally kidding. This is a reference to that guy who's oh, named yeah. Mark. Mark, Mark Chapin? Mark, Mark David Chapin? Chapman? Yes. No, he yes, killed no. John Lennon. No, this Did is he? the guy that Wait. tried to shoot Reagan. Uh, oh, uh, Hinkley? Hinkley. Hinkley. So for those of you who are younger yeah. out there, poor Jodie Foster was like a child star. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest child stars. I mean, so brilliant. So Bugsy talented. Malone. She was just as talented as can be and really smart. She went... Did she go to Yale or Harvard? She was like she trying, to, Yale. Yeah. trying to live a normal life, like Brown or Yale or Harvard, just like literally trying to have some privacy. Sort of like Natalie Portman who went to Harvard, like Emma Watson who went to Brown. Like just this woman who happened to be very talented, happened to be very famous, trying to live a normal life, fairly private. And this madman took a shot at the president and then he claimed it was for her. Like – what and and she she was just a private person trying to do her thing. It I think it was and I think it really affected her. I think it was a real nightmare for her. I mean, obviously, it was the first would... promposal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So disclaimer: Arden's not going to kill Ronald Reagan. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> Tony, I'm not. Did, Tony, did I officially say hi to you? Nope. I would like to officially say hello to Tony Thaxton. This has just been, look, quarantine is affecting us all in different ways. I started curling my hair today. I do not have it curled, but there is something about my appearance I need to make note of. But one of the things that's happening in addition to school shutting down, you can't get Lysol wipes. I've been forgetting to say hi to Tony. (laughs) <laughs> Tony, I'm sorry. It's all right. Like Can I, said, I make like it up I, to you? Uh, like I always say, I'm here every week. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's almost not necessary. <laughs> Tony, I feel like your self-worth is in the toilet right now. I don't know if that's true or not, but just go with it for this bit. I feel like okay. it's in the toilet. Okay. And therefore, you don't care. You're just like, I'm just, I'm a doormat. I'm here regardless. And you don't even care whether you are introduced properly and reliably and you are worth more tone zone oh my god my life is changing right before my eyes you need to stand in your majesty and and declare it you need to start a (laughs) multi-level marketing plan and and own your majesty tone zone that's right there's majesty here and and it's it's yours yeah it's your majesty you gotta be a human doing not yes you've got to be a human doing tone zone i think the other problem is i live alone and mondays are like my especially busy day and so like i have not spoken or seen another human until now today so okay so i I feel like it takes me a little bit to even really you know feel like a human during these which is good right (laughs) you know Um, what 
Wait, so these are your especially busy days not having to do with my show or because my show is also on this day? Did I, ch- I chose the one day of week that's like hard for you to yeah, do this show, Is this, this show, like right? garbage day or something? Like what are you doing yeah, on yeah. Mondays? <laughs> what are you on Mondays that has nothing to do with other people that's so yeah. busy? Well, I do this. It's your show. I mean, this show, but then, yeah, I'm finishing up my show, which is very production heavy, uh, and I'm doing that a lot of Monday. But I mean, we used to always record on Mondays, so that doesn't really change anything for me. Do you need four slightly different versions of you saying Arden Week for your I, show? Because uh, you yeah. I give them to you. I'd like to bump it up to five, actually. <laughs> then it's an EP. <laughs> That's fine. We could do that. Um, I forgot to mention when I'm so Patreon. I mentioned it, but I didn't even say what it is. Although I feel like everyone knows what it is at this point, but I must. I am obligated to say. Go to patreon.com slash Allison Rosen behind the Patreon. Three to thank you. Three to four bonus episodes a month now. Now that is almost weekly. I just can't commit, but I mean three to four that's weekly. Uh there's audio episodes. I record the video as well. I just recorded one with Daniel. It was super fun. We answered all your answered all your questions. Um, you can see the video of this. And I have started attempting to contour my nose. I've been watching YouTube videos. Oh, this I, is fun. I ordered uh, the, it's supposed to be the universal contour shade benefits Hula. However, I feel like I've, it's not the right shade for me. My nose, it's basically, I just, my nose is copper today. It doesn't look. It looks good. Really? It does. You got some nice shadow in I going. feel like I look yeah. really shiny. I want to powder myself now. Look Do at it. You. you can see Arden powder. Oh, I yeah. like that brush. Hi. Tony, can you play the gal chat drop? Mm-hmm. Gal chat. What kind of brush are we looking at? This is um, this is from uh, I got a Morphe travel kit, mm. and they I like their brushes. You gotta because their stuff is affordable, so you gotta go kind of like a couple steps up, and uh, they make really nice brushes. And they're I stuff, got they're not expensive. I coppered my nose with the Morphe nose contour set. Now, this is a collab. This is not an ad, by the way. This is a collab they did with someone who I hadn't even heard of named Brittany Bear. I think she's just Brit Bear. She's a YouTuber. And um, wow, is her nose snatched, you guys? How did it go? How was the brush? How did it go? It was fine. It was good. It was interesting. Your it's nose does shape- not look copper. You look great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. You can see this video at patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Now... Speaking of lingo, which I just was when I said my nose, her nose was snatched. Yes. Um, Tony, Zoni. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Nice. You posted a tweet. And I said, we have to talk about that particular uh-huh. lingo. You, it was, you were making a joke that you are going to speak to the young people. And you said, WAP is a bop that slaps. Now, <laughs> yes. I also have noticed this use of bop and slaps. And I was thinking I would spend some time looking up the, uh, where these originated. But then I completely forgot because I had to do my nose. <laughs> so uh, what's up with that language? That's my question for everyone. Are kids just really into Peter Wolf and the Jay Giles band now? <laughs> it's like, Were oh, wop is a bop that slaps. Like, it just sounds like <laughs> some 70s awful I don't know DJ. bop. I know wop and I know slaps. I don't know bop. 
So a bop is a song that slaps, I think, right, Tony? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a... Uh, it's like, are you ready, boppers? Yeah, like it's that? just like what the kids say now. Like, when they like a song, they're like, that song's a bop. It's a bop. It's like 50s I, lingo. Okay, got They call you daddy-o and, and... That's really cute. Okay, I got it now. I got it. Okay, I'm in. But does, then, bop, does bop stand for something? Because most of the things stand for something. Oh. Like, it sounds cute, but it really means, like, I'm gonna bastards over think, penises I'm trying to look it up right now, and it, it mean, looks like it's just basically, like, the old version of it. Bless it's you. It's not like bags of, bags of penis. Bags of, bags of pain. <laughs> yeah. I, Slaps has been around for two years, and I know this because on Insatiable... I was on with all the kids because there's all the high school kids on the show. And uh, they would be like, oh, like whatever. Such and so slaps. So that's that, that's that been going around for two years. I almost suspect that slaps will be on its way out now that we all know it. <laughs> Probably. I just I, knew it because I was like front row at the, you know, at Insatiable with all the cool kids. I don't like m- either one of them, but I feel like Bop at least makes a little more sense than slaps does though right well, it's like, like a slap bass you know you're like yeah <laughs> yeah that's like exactly what it is that's exactly what it is like the Seinfeld theme song that's yeah. what it is that's so the next thing's is. gonna be like yo that's fretless yeah that's exactly right um was there uh, a, was there lingo when you were a teenager that you said that you're completely embarrassed by now that you said like all the time Ooh, that's a good question i still so Occasionally, I still say rad. I, like I say rad. I like awesome. Rad. I say yeah. awesome way too much because I find that like it'll creep in twice in the cor- in two sentences, and I'll have to take one out. Um, what else do I say? I d- I probably at one point said tubular. Oh, I've wow. never I've That's never liked. Hardcore. I I I know. Um, I've never liked Cool Beans, and I won't use it. I don't like uh, Cool Beans either. I've no. never in my life used Cool Beans, ever. Nope. I don't like it. We Tony, to you're s- awfully quiet. Are you a I, Cool Beans? Uh, you uh, cool beans? No, I, I, I've never... I, I feel like most of these I've probably said, but never sincerely. Like always. Even when you were known as Devil Sticks Thaxton, when you used to go around the country <laughs> playing hacky sack? Well, for we used to call the Devil Sticks guys, we used to call them sweet guys. So, oh. so there was the kind of guys who'd be like, "Oh, sweet, sweet." So, like, a oh sweet, yeah. So the oh, yeah. sweet I def- guys I definitely said sweet. Sweet guys were the sweet. So they were like, they were like white Rastafarians that were like Trustafarians, and they were the sweet guys, and they like acted all mellow, but they had like trust funds, and they had different kinds of skis. Like these are my powder skis, these are my bump skis, these are my rock skis, <laughs> and that's like the sweet guy. And so I would say sweet guy, and then I would call somebody a tool a lot. Yeah. But oh, I never I like said tool. sweet. I like tool too i never said sweet but a lot of people said oh sweet sweet that i remember when sweet i started hearing that all the time i also remember when people in my school started calling cute guys nuggets oh he's okay i haven't heard that i like that did no one else hear was that specific to my school well i didn't talk about cute guys that much (laughs) where'd you go to school i think a girl could be a nugget too i went to school in uh in corona dome or I, I don't. I forget if it's in Corona del Mar or Newport Beach, but all right, I like on a the nugget. border. Nugget's the cute. Uh, I specifically remember a girl named Julie calling. So River Phoenix had been on like the Today Show, and he had long hair. He was and so she hot. said he looked like a nugget with his long hair, and I personally liked his hair shorter. 
I just was, wasn't ready yet for long hair. He was mm. it. He was it. He was a he was nugget. He was a full nug. Tell nugs. Dunk that nug. Tell nugs. I would have dunked that nug. Yeah. I had a picture of him. I had a big poster of him on my wall. Me, yeah. And his shirt was like undone a few buttons. And I remember my yes. mom being like, it's so trashy. I wrote him a letter. <laughs> you did? I mailed him a letter. What does it say? I was like, dear, like my name is Arta Marine. I'm from Little Compton. Like I just, like basically, if you need to come find me, like here's where you can find me. <laughs> you need to come River. get me. River, listen, I loved you and stand by me and, and Mosquito Coast. Like I felt your vibes. Come come to me, River Phoenix. Come to this Barb from Stranger Things looking lady. <laughs> I need It's a you. night in the life of Jimmy Reardon every night. <laughs> that was one of my favorite movies. I also read the book. I love that movie. I've had three people from that movie on my show. Who? Uh, Ioni Skye um, and Magnuson. She, Ioni's a nice lady. She's awesome. She's awesome. She still looks just like Ioni Skye. Uh, yes, exactly. She has not <laughs> aged at all. It's, she's still fully Ioni. It's like, oh, that's Ioni yep. Skye. Yep. Say anything in your ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Magnuson and one other one I can't remember. But yeah. It's Is like it the unusual. one who... What's her? She goes by one name, and she was also in Oh God, Book Two. Uh, oh, Cher. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't remember her Lu- name. I think her name's like Luann or something. I love this. Oh no, no. Anne Magnuson so. is so rad too. She's the best. I love. She's Anne. rad. She slaps. She slaps. <laughs> She's, She's in a, a band. Bop. They bop. She slaps. Yeah. Anne Magnuson slaps. <laughs> so you guys. I have to ask you an important question. Yeah. It's on everyone's mind. I love this. Um, last night, I did what I normally do, which is Daniel and I are working our way through the Americans. Have you guys seen it? No. Should I? No. I'm doing shit freak actually- right now. I have a good story about the Americans. I can't oh. wait to hear it. I uh, need to. He- oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Oh, sorry. There's a guy who plays a child molester in it. I don't know if oh, you got that far there- yet. I don't but know if I'm there yet. Yeah. He's a total Boston trash bag. And he was a substitute teacher in my high school. <laughs> where are you and from? I'm from Boston. Where, where? Uh, I grew up in Melrose. All right. I'm fr- I was born in Fall River. Oh, nice. My yeah, father yeah. grew up in Brockton. And my All right. my grandmother's I- family's from Narragansett. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. from Little Compton, Rhode Island, but I uh, went to grammar school in North Dartmouth and high school in Concord. And I uh, went to drive on 128. I lost my virginity on the South Shore. I got my oh first my kiss God. in Marion. <laughs> we had Bob Pies and then we screwed. Yeah, that's um, it. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, one twenty-eight. Um, yeah, so he's like this trash bag dude who used to have vanilla trash ice bag. hair. Love it. And his last name is McCormick, and we used to call him MC Cormick. And uh, <laughs> he just shows up in the Americans as an actor. Wow. Because <laughs> they found him in some gym. Oh, he did an audition. They were like, no. "You are so authentic. You look like you've molested children." Sir. I ran. <laughs> I ran into him. I literally ran into him outside of Dunkin' Donuts, mm. and he was mad that the racial slurs that work there wouldn't let him pay with a gift card. And oh. so <laughs> then he was okay. also like, "He was like, what have you been up to?'" And I'm like, "Whatever." He's like, "Yeah, I'm on a TV show or some shit." And I was like, "Okay," <laughs> and he was. Did he have a big well, part? It's a pretty big part in the episode. I don't want to ruin it if, no. if Allison hasn't watched the I love a yet. Massachusetts accent. That's so on brand. Meeting outside of Dunkin' Donut, having some racial slurs, him being oh, yeah. pissed about the gift card. That is that is like mainlining crack cocaine Massachusetts. Yeah. I love oh, everything this guy in the interaction. Is like the like the Greek god of Massachusetts I garbage. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um 
I've never been to Boston. I need oh. to, given this romantic picture you <laughs> yeah. paint of yeah. it, I need to yeah. go. Like, like, Allison Rosen, I'm going to key your fucking car. I'll, I'll meet yeah. you underneath the water slide. Do you think <laughs> you're fucking better, Rosen, you think you're better than you, me? What are you, Jewish? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. All right. You're better uh, than me? Oh, you think you're better than me? You know what? I'm going to pretend you're Italian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're from the West Coast? Oh, Whatever. must be oh, nice. We got, we got Gwen Stefani over here. Oh, okay, nice. Gwen Stefani. Oh, look at her yeah. ordering broccoli like she's fucking better than me. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I love angel music, baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to go there. It just sounds so refreshing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, every night we watch The Americans, and um, lately I've just been very tired so I've been falling asleep even earlier in the episode than normal. And then Daniel watched the rest of the episode. And then the next day I usually catch up or he watches it again, which is he's weirdly okay with that. But anyway, my question. point is this. Yes. Question. Do you catch up by watching it or do you catch up by Daniel telling you what you missed? Because I want to watch that show. Just Daniel's recaps. <laughs> oh, but I catch up by watching it. By okay. the way, we have a new recurring Daniel segment. He wasn't prepared for it today, but Daniel has gotten super into beans lately. Our house is like, what? Cool beans? Cool beans. (laughs) Some of them are cool. That's actually, I'm glad you asked that question. Is he like soaking beans? Is he soaking beans? No, canned beans. Thus okay. Far. Okay. Yeah. Different kinds of canned beans. Huh. He's got. He has not gotten super into like working with beans. I just mean he's gotten super into eating beans. Okay. How's that going for you? How's this going for you? It's he has also. This came out on a recent Patreon episode, so I don't feel that I'm talking out of school. He's also. <laughs> he's also. <laughs> purchased Beano. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now I have a story for you. Okay. My, my now husband, Dan, also likes beans. <laughs> and it was after, I feel like there was an earthquake. This was a while ago. This was early on in our How quest. many beans did he eat? <laughs> he ate a lot of fucking beans. <laughs> this was early on in our courtship. And there was like some kind of an earthquake or something. So when there's an earthquake, I panic. And I'm like, I got to go to Trader Joe's. I got to go to Gelson's. I got to go buy beans. Like in my mind, I'm like, I need peanut butter and I need beans. I need water. Like, and I need like a, like a BB gun or something. So (laughs) I go to Gelson's prepping like an earthquake supply kit. So I had like, I had, the beans were not for me to eat, but I'd literally, and I'd been eating healthy salads and stuff, but I'd been real gassy. And I, I think I bought like 40 cans of beans and then I had like, Eight or ten bottles of Beano that I was, wow. and it look I look like I was planning the most <laughs> fucked up bender, like that it was almost like, hey lady, maybe don't binge on those forty cans of beans, like maybe your body, like it, it, I wasn't gonna eat the beans, everything else I was eating was upsetting my stomach, but it was like it looked like I was I had a week, like a long weekend yes. in an Airbnb plan of me and these beans. Putting the B and B in B and B. I hotboxing myself. Just yeah. fully hotboxing myself. She went like, oh, I'm having a birthday party for my son. <laughs> <laughs> I simultaneously love and hate when your grocery purchases tell a story. Like, Dude. <laughs> you should have also bought toilet paper. It was, um, it was sad. So Daniel's been getting into eating beans yeah. and he has opinions about the different kinds of beans and the different brands. So he's going to start doing bean reviews yeah. on the show. <laughs> So yeah. I forget why I mentioned. Oh, I mentioned oh, that because recap. yeah, Americans. you want you want his recaps. No, I watch it myself. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna take my. I'm not gonna be mansplained to on yeah. my recaps. Yeah, um, 
But anyway, every night I fall asleep and it's like it's a point where I could just go to bed, but instead I just let myself fall asleep in the chair because I'm just like, oh, it'd be in the chair. We have It's a recliner and it'd be so comfortable. And then I drag myself to bed and I'm like, it's so painful and I fall into bed. I actually, in this state, I brush my teeth and stuff and then fall into bed. And I'm so like dead to the world, tired at that point. And then I sleep like shit because that's how I sleep. But I was thinking, some people just put themselves in bed before they're like incapacitated with fatigue. What do you guys do? Pass out on the couch. Fully. Nothing makes me happier than passing out in front of a television. I know it's not the best. I know it's probably not good, not good bedtime habits. It's so comforting to just drift off while you're trying to stay awake for your program. I (laughs) love passing out in front of the television. And then there is that like dragging, like, oh, I gotta go. You know, I gotta go. The moving is a big move, but I Mm -hmm. find those first few moments sleeping on the couch to be the most peaceful. Of the night. Oh, yeah. It, Wrapped in a nice blanket. Like, I, I theorize it, that yes. my dogs give off some kind of pheromones that make yes. me fall asleep. Love it. Because I'll get on the couch with them and I'm out, like, instantly. Love it. That, then I can't sleep so in happy. Bed. All of this yeah. sounds so happy to me. That feeling of letting, for me, that feeling of letting myself fall asleep in a chair or on the couch in front of the TV is similar to the feeling of, like, you know what? I'm not going to get up when my alarm goes off. I've decided I don't need to do whatever it is. I'm just going to let myself go back to sleep. It's like giving yourself a little like vacation reprieve. Tony Tony Zoni. Tony Zone. Tony Roni. Tony Tony. I'm sorry. It's going to stick. Father, I'm sorry. Does your father right. own Tone Zonies in Providence? <laughs> I love the Tone Zonies. Oh, my God. The Tone Zonies are good people. The Tone Zonies are good people. Uh, their cousin got my, my sister pregnant. but Oh, uh, he's that, a hot shit. That guy's a hot, a hot shit. shit. He's got very, very virile. Tone Zoni, do you do, do you do that? Do you pass out? I don't. I'm, I cannot sleep unless I am laying down. Do you think you're better than us? Yeah. <laughs> I wish that I could because I. I'll help you lay down. I yeah. you know yeah. I toured nice. I toured heavily nice. for over a, a decade, and I would do international flights and stuff, and to fly to Australia and stuff like that, and not be able to sleep is terrible. Uh, Sounds and awful. Yeah, uh. I so I just I for some reason my body does not let. It's like every now and then I might start to fall asleep, and it's like the second I do. I like jolt up. It's like my body's like, what are you doing? You can't be doing this. Can I ask you a question? You just Tony, did. <laughs> are you, are you, well, I feel though, I feel like you're better rested than the rest, the three of us. I feel like yeah. you don't Maybe. need, you don't need the garbage naps like we do. Uh, I'm definitely not a napper. Are you well rested? Uh, I don't know if I would go that far. I used to sleep a ton, but then it was like clockwork. When I hit 40, I started waking up early like i would to wake pee? up at like seven every day that has Prostate? become a newer thing yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. but uh yeah i i pretty much no matter what time i go to sleep these days which is usually not like i don't know one might be the latest but oh, uh I'll, I'll, animal. Okay. but waking oh, okay. up but i'll still okay. wake up between like seven and eight every day even if i'm up that late so you just take your pretty awake self, get ready for bed, and then put that body in bed? Put your no, I have on. to be ready to go to sleep because I know 
I know myself. And if I, I'm not one of those people that it's like, oh, I have to get up early tomorrow. I should go to bed. Like, I can't go to bed unless I'm tired. What do you wear to bed? A night a nightgown and a man's flannel night. Yeah, shirt. with the little, with the little cap. I bring. Do you a have a, ca- candle. a candle? Yeah, mm-hmm. a candle. <laughs> that, I'm thinking that might be the key here. <laughs> I know. I feel like I got to invest in some like a Christmas carol, a Christmas yeah. story night shirts. You're putting on a sleep uniform. You know, you got to take the time. <laughs> I envy people that I'm like. I envy people that wake up early. I envy, I, I don't know. Sleep has tortured me for so many years. Yeah. That This was one of the things. So Arden has a book coming out, which everyone I, should go get if you heard the Monday show, because yes. it is Arden Week. Arden Week. You know what you I heard? Know, I is. really heard the word week in that, and I appreciated that. <laughs> I really heard the word week, and I loved it. I hate to be a nitpicker, but it sounded like week, W-E-A-K. <laughs> If you could do it over so it's like the right week. Yeah, I That's thought right. he was calling me awake. Wait a minute, she's talking about my book. She's talking about my yeah. book. Yeah. <laughs> Little Miss. Little Miss Little Compton. Compton. Little Miss Comes Little out Compton. September 29th, but it's available for pre-order at ArdenMarineBook.com. Is that right? That's right. Or you, can, we have a book release party that's online that you can come to this Saturday night. Uh, it's at DynastyTypewriter.com. It's going to be also a comedy show. It's me and Lauren Lopkiss. She's she's Missy from The Wrong Missy, Brian Safi from uh, Throwing Shade, and Rob Benedict from uh, Supernatural. And you can get your book through the Dynasty Typewriter website, and you can get it custom signed to you. So I could be like, Dear Tone Zone, I admire your sleep habits. I could just write that in. Or Dear Ken, will you Venmo me $17,000? Whatever you want me to write out, I'll write out in your yeah. book. It'd be a weird thing for Ken to want you to write, but hey, no judgment. So anyway, that was one of the things that made me feel so bonded to you in your book yeah. was your inability, not inability, but oh, it's you an and I have similar bad sleep habits and are similarly not morning people. It sucks. I, it's really, if you are, a, I feel like morning people have really gotten the lockdown on sort of the smug, like... <laughs> My biology is such and has been since I flew onto Earth. I am a night owl. And it's hard to the, – the the daytime people have the lockdown. I'm like, this is it. Early bird gets the worm. You're a loser. If you, like the commercials are geared like you – hey, loser. It's your life. <laughs> hey, loser. We know you're depressed. You know, we know you have hypertension. Like I feel that there's magic in the late hours, but but it's tortured me. It's, it's really – it's because I want to – be like everybody else that I'm not. Are you a, a night owl? Me? Yeah. Personally, I am not so much a night. Like my husband, aforementioned bean eater, um, he is a true night owl and he really struggles with getting up in the morning. I prefer to go to bed late and to sleep in. Yeah. But if I – like oftentimes – and this probably speaks to something else. If I had a paper due in college, I would pull an all-nighter or I would like yep. s- go to sleep a little bit and then wake up at like four in the morning and write it. So I can be productive in those very, very early morning hours, whereas I sort of get – I lose productivity as it gets later and later. But I just naturally don't like t- – I like to sleep in and I have it, trouble sleeping, so I'm always tired. So if you go on vacation, let's say, let's say you and – Danny Beans. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's say you guys go down, go to Hawaii for like a okay. week. You've got, you can do anything you want. You've got great nannies. Like they, like you don't need to worry about, like your kids are in good hands. You're, you're, somebody's taking care of every. It's just, 
you, so you just live in your best life. What time do you and – and breakfast buffet will be available at any time, whenever you wake up. When do you want to get up? Like 10 a.m. I love that for you. I love that for you. <laughs> what, about, what about you guys? Same situation. You also have everything taken care of. You're in Hawaii and you can sleep till whenever. I'd like to get up at 10. I might sleep till noon. I'd like to get up at 10 because I think I'd feel better about myself if I got up at 10 and maybe went to the buffet at 11, like pitter-patter around before I go. Mm-hmm. That would be an ideal, maybe 10.30. I fear left to my own devices I could go farther. Ken Ben. Ken, 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 Ken Zalen. <laughs> well, well I, got, I got news for you. I got the best of both worlds in Talk that uh, I stay up real late. And get up real early. Are you tired? <laughs> oh, yes. I've had, <laughs> well, I've had horrible insomnia my whole life. Like until I was in my 20s, I only slept like two hours a night. Me too. Day. I think I would have yeah. done better in school if I was, if I had oh, any absolutely. sleep. Oh, absolutely. Me too. I yeah. could not pay attention. It was were you, bad. Were you guys falling asleep in class? Because I remember a yeah. teacher pulling yeah. me aside yeah. and, and saying that she noticed that I seemed really tired and like, was we, everything uh, okay? I went to go see, uh, we went on a field trip to go see Macbeth. At uh, at the North Shore Music Circus. Sure, sure, sure. In the round. Sure. And uh, so I fall asleep apparently immediately. Like sure. as soon as the lights go down, I fall asleep with my head on like a pole. That I mean, that's no little shop of yeah. horrors to it. No, Macbeth. No. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> but I wake up, I wake up and it's the end of the play and there's a guy holding someone's head screaming. Yeah. And I was like, oh Spoiler. my God. Yeah, Spoiler I know. Sorry, alert. everybody. Um, and the head was this guy from the Dunkin' Donuts. No, um, but uh, so my teacher was like, "Ken, what'd you think of the play?" And I was like, "Oh, it's pretty good." And she goes, "Yeah, I might believe you if you didn't sleep through the whole intermission." Oh my god, <laughs> you couldn't even get up. I, me, I will tell you this: me, my brother, and my mother all independently saw different productions of Les Mis. All of us slept through the entire – all of us slept through all of the productions of Les Mis. Yeah. You know where I used to fall asleep at? I used to hang out at this place called The Rat in Kenmore sure. Square, which was like sure, our sure. CBGBs. Sure, sure, sure. I would fall asleep at punk shows. I mean wow. – like, like in the sound booth. <laughs> you That's know, impressive. Yeah. I remember school was like – when I think about high school – it was mostly a battle of like trying to keep my eyelids open. Like I don't yeah, remember the taking hands in the- Yeah, like I don't remember actually taking in any information besides do I seem upright? Like that was the <laughs> that was the main the sheer fact that I passed is uh, it's I don't know how I passed. It was also that like that warm sleep that comes over you like if you've taken a Benadryl. It was sure. like that like it just feels like it's like a you warm must. bath you're slipping into. You're like I must sweet uh, release of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I envy people that are well rested. Once in a blue moon when I really just let myself sleep in for a few hours in the day, I'm like, I feel, I'm like, some people feel like that a lot. I fool people because I seem high energy and people are like, oh, you must never. It's like, oh my God, you have no idea. Like, they think Are you I, overcompensating? No, I think it's like, I think that's just my personality, but I don't think they realize how exhausted I am. <laughs> I do get crazy at night. No matter how tired I am, I'm pretty fun at night. No ma- I'm, it's like a natural, like the machine starts and it's on. <laughs> um, uh-oh. Completely lost my train of thought. I think you're doing great. And you're contouring. Did you contour anything else? <laughs> I did a little cheek. Thank you. I did a little cheek contouring. 
You look which good. Is, I normally do that, but it's more it's more the You're the pretty lady. Thank you very much. True story. What the hell was I gonna say? It was You're some, about oh, I know I know what it's gonna say. But we gotta find out Tony's Hawaii time. But what I was yes. gonna say was when I had kids, well, when I had Elliot, when I had my first kid, I realized this thing where I'm trying to sleep in is not gonna work anymore because right. I would like put him in a swing and then I would just try to get just a, just a couple more minutes. And then he, I had had this crying baby and uh, he was just so immature at that time. So anyway, I just completely switched my schedule and I started going to sleep at 10 and I would get up really early. And I really felt so I felt like I had discovered like a secret to life and I felt <laughs> so productive. And like wow. around I'm the time jealous. noon rolled around when I had, yeah, but it didn't. It didn't last. But for that time, I was like, "Oh my god!" Because it, it, there really is that thing of like, if you sleep, when I sleep in, I wake up and I'm like, "Oh, oh, what did I miss? I'm what a loser." What did I miss? I'm a loser. Whereas, yeah, yeah loser. if I get up early, it's like, look at me. Yes. you know, making the most of the day, even though all I'm doing is just getting up early. It's literally what? the self talk. I feel like if I had gotten up earlier, like you, you know, all of a sudden you're like, "I'm Sheryl Sandberg. Look at me. I'm leaning into life." <laughs> yes. Rather than like, "I'm a fucking loser. I'm a piece of shit." And everybody knows it. Like, I got nowhere to even go. Ken, Ken, what's your Hawaii time? Oh, I well, I would probably fall asleep around like two. Yeah, and probably be up around six. But let's say your body clock will let you sleep in. You can sleep in till whenever you want, Ken. I've you never slept past past nine a.m. That's awful. Oh my yeah, god! Tone zone. What's your Hawaii? No, no. Uh, if I'm in Hawaii, uh, I will say don't even adjust s- for time zone. Yeah, yeah. Big Island. What? Big don't island. adjust for time zone. <laughs> big Island. No. Uh, yeah, because I was going to say on I tone definitely... zone. Oh, sorry. Adjust for time. I mean, what I mean is, don't do the like. Naturally, I would sleep till this time, but they well, are I on need a different three time. days to yeah. acclimate. <laughs> yeah, to you've that. already acclimated. You're fully yes. acclimated. Yes. What's the tone zone happening? <laughs> what's, uh, what's the sleep schedule of the tone? What tone zone? zone are you in? I what tone say, zone are you in? I I love Hawaii so much that I feel like when I'm there, I'm. Very excited to be there, and I think oh, it kind way to of brag about going to Hawaii. To... Oh, yeah, I've been, okay. I've been several be nice. times. No big deal. Must be nice. Uh, <laughs> He's gonna get up early and go on that catamaran. I can feel it. Oh, what He's are you going scuba go diving. On? He's going to go on a volcano. Oh, you gonna go snorkeling off of the catamaran? <laughs> oh, I went up and I climbed on top of Haleakala. <laughs> <laughs> I met a guy named Pulu Coco and we went spear fishing. Okay. Oh, I make my own puka shell jam. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me guess. He's gonna get up at eight. Probably, oh. uh, probably before then. Honestly, <sighs> get a swim in. What? Yeah, I just on vacation. I, I, yeah, you're on vacation. Well, well, it's it's two things. Because like I said, I just when I turned forty, I just like became a person that wakes up early no matter what. It, it's it's kind of I, annoying, but I kind of like it at the same time. My exhales are really just jealousy. This is not. I'm. I am. I am nothing but green with envy over here. That. That I believe that you would execute that and wouldn't have any residual like funk later in the day. Whereas I'd be like, ah, look at me all fancy and now I hate myself and it's 1 p.m. You can't win really. You can't win. There's no right answer. Nine? I don't know what the right answer is. My dad used to get up and drive to work at like four in the morning yeah, and then sit in the parking lot for two hours till they actually let him in the building because he didn't want to sit in traffic. Um, <laughs> and then my, I was telling my wife that and she's just like, yeah, he hated your family. 
Yeah. Oh, that's such a Massachusetts dad move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a Massachusetts dad move. Yeah, because this would have been, you know, he's not getting there and like looking at his phone. No, he's sitting yeah. in a car. Yeah. Although one morning he did, he found a snapping turtle on the way to work <laughs> and he hid it under his boss's desk and it bit his boss in the, in the dick. Are you and, serious? Yeah. And he had to pretend it wasn't him and just like pretend this thing just somehow got into Raytheon. Hang on. How did it? <laughs> Raytheon? There's a lot of Raytheon in Newport. Yep. How did Raytheon? this turtle get to his dick? Yeah, why the yeah. dick he and not the ankle? He what? put it under the desk. They were like big snapping turtles. And the guy pulled his chair in and it just like, like their necks extend. Like a, well, that's wow. a big, so we're not talking like a little tiny turtle. Oh, no, no. This is like a, a he put turtle. it in the back of the truck, of his truck. Like it was crossing the Oh my the God, road. that must have killed his dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine I, yeah. the surprise you would feel when your dick got bit? <laughs> How did a snapping turtle snapping turtle biting your dick? And then knowing that your dad is the one who executed that? Wow. Or like his wife thinks he's having an affair. He's like, honey, there was a snapping turtle. <laughs> yeah, why is your dick black and blue? Why is your dick I swear. Your... <laughs> did your dad hate your boss or just like pranks? Oh, he just like pranks, I think. I, I love I love a prank, but I'm not good at it. I'm so excited by a prank that I'm like, you know what I mean? I like I just I was like I did a prank. I have no no capacity to do a prank. He almost got fired for a prank once because he bought a fart machine, yep. bringing it back to the to classic, the beans, classic. And he taped it under the conference table, and it was remote control, <laughs> and he was pressing it, and then he couldn't get it to stop. And one of the guys <laughs> in the meeting had IBS no. and thought or colitis or something, and oh. thought that he was actually having. <laughs> Like some oh. kind of problem, oh. and, Excuse me. Found, and so they <laughs> thought my—that's me. Um, they thought my dad was making fun of him. Oh my god! Oh no! Oh yeah. my god! I love your dad. Yeah. Listen, you guys. If you think you may be depressed or you're feeling anxious, stressed, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are trained to listen and to help. Talk with your counselor in a private online environment at your own convenience from wherever you're comfortable. BetterHelp counselors have expertise in a broad range of areas such as anxiety, grief, depression, relationships, difficulty sleeping, LGBT matters, family conflicts, so much more. BetterHelp can give you access to help that you may not be available in your area. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and get matched with your counselor in under 48 hours. Join the million plus people taking charge of their mental health. Uh, if for any reason you're unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time at no additional charge. BetterHelp is an affordable option and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code BESTFRIEND. Get started today at betterhelp.com slash bestfriend that's BetterHelp, better com slash best friend. Talk to a therapist online and get help. I um, also want to talk to you guys about Brooklyn, and you've probably heard us talk about Brooklyn and before. I currently sleep on Brooklyn and sheets, and I dry myself off with a super plush Brooklyn and towel. Tone Zone also has Brooklyn and towels, do you mm-hmm. not? Yes, I do. They're the best. Uh, so Brooklyn is home of the internet's favorite sheets. They also have amazing towels. They give your daily routine a little something extra. Uh, the towels with varying levels of plushness. The towel of your dreams is waiting to wrap you up. 
Uh, if you're looking for a way to turn your bathroom into a miniature spa, Brooklinen has got you covered. It's the perfect pl- Brooklinen is the perfect place to find all the comforts for home, including ultra soft towels. They're so confident in their product that everything comes with a lifetime warranty. Use promo code Best Friend for ten percent off your first order at Brooklinen.com. That's Brooklinen, B R O O K L I N E N dot com. Promo code Best Friend. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. Hey, Brooke Lennon, you want to send me some (laughs) linens? I designed my friend's house. I love interior design. You can look, you can look it up on Los Angeles times. There's a whole article I I renovated and I contracted and designed my own house and people have hired me to do their houses. I, because of the ad on Allison's podcast, I, I was like, oh, what was that linen? So I looked it up and I ordered a bunch of linens from Brooklinen for my friend's house. And they're God, beautiful. I hope you used my code. Uh, I, I should have. Did. I did. Of you course I used, Of course I used your code. <laughs> Obviously I used your code. And, uh, and they're beautiful linens. So they're Brooke really Lennon, nice. you can send her this blonde lady happily, happily. Yeah. I loved them. Send Arden some Brooklyn and sheets. Come on. Brooklyn I love it. I'll take good you care of you. you. I'll use them again in somebody else's house. I'll tell everybody about them. Promo I'll re-gift these. <laughs> what were you going to say, Ken? Did you say I'll use them again in someone else's house? Like I'll re-gift them? No, no. I've been designing <laughs> houses. Keep getting them. I yes. Know, yes. Keep doing it. I'm going to re-gift. I'll use them again. I'll give them to somebody else's house. <laughs> <laughs> and now it is time for an important update um regular listeners of this show know for a while i was doing termite updates because i had a little bit of a termite situation in this pod cabin and i solved it myself and i felt so proud of that that i but i also felt i doubted it thank you thank you i doubted it so i needed to give a weekly update until finally the commission of North American podcasts came to my door and demand and the audience demanded that I stop. Turns out save for a few people or maybe no people, no one wanted to hear it, but I, I needed to get it off my chest. So I tabled the termite updates (laughs) for a little while. We were doing mosquito updates. Well, to to me, if I can interrupt real quick, I feel like for a long time, the termite updates were still no termites. That's (laughs) still an update. (laughs) Thank you. That's an update. That's a success. That's a success. Can I pitch you a spinoff podcast called Termitey? (laughs) I like it. Just termite updates. Yes. You can that I can that I can unveil that when we unveil Daniel's Bean podcast too that needs a better name than that. You got um, a network. Now. Cool beans. It's cool beans. Oh, oh that's right. I forgot. Cool beans. Okay. <laughs> Is it K E W L or are we doing a classic? No, K E W L for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool beans, beans. Yeah. with a Z. Yeah. Cool beans. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't a podcast wherein my husband discusses eating beans, I would hate it given the name and the title. Yeah. But instead, I love it. What if you call I'm it so- Daniel's Cool Beans? Oh, I like that. Daniel's That's Cool Beans. Daniel's Cool Beans. Okay. So, also, there was a whole, like, the mosquitoes have been bad, but I now have a new update. Today, I was in my studio checking out the termite situation, making sure we're still good. We are. When something, or rather three things, caught my eye. It was three tiny, thin, black, dried-up worms. 
No. Ugh. How are worms? But like they look like they've been dead for a long time, but I don't think they were here yesterday. My studio is not worm tight. I want to die. <laughs> like How earthworms? What? Like earthworms? Well, I don't Okay, my earthworm I don't I don't I don't know my different worms. They were So like how maybe big are they? An inch and a half long. Ooh. And very thin. I, I almost thought maybe they were like twist ties or something. But I no, they were tell worms. you, Allison, I've yes. been to your beautiful podcast studio. Yeah. I also have a studio. Mine is an old garage. I think that's the deal. I think we get things crawling in when we have sort of outbuildings. I think that's the deal. I've Gross. got things. I've got things that come in, crawl in. What kind of things do you have? Oh, I've got so many spiders. So many spiders. Um, I've had ants. Um, hmm. Yeah, things. Hey, I think we. No. Hey. Hey, hey, no, no. That's right. So you definitely, there's, I would say, I I think if it's not like a sealed raised house that's up a little, you'd step up a couple stairs to go get into. I think there, I think that's just mother nature. And worms aren't going to bug you. See, I was just curious if they were like larvae, if they were like the discarded carcasses of three things that are now insects. (laughs) <laughs> oh, um, if they were smaller, I would <clears throat> think maybe they could be. And I only know that because one of my listeners, Demian, is an um, exterminator. And he asked if something that I like showed him was the larvae, lar- larva of um, a crane fly. Did but it taste these... like one? No, it tasted <laughs> nutty. Okay. Yeah. That's not yeah. a crane fly then. Um, yeah. But... I don't know. These seem too big to be larvae, but maybe they are. But all I hear what you're saying, Arden. Like they were here long before us. We're just borrowing their land. I don't like it. I don't like it, and I'm on a mission. But I do think sometimes, just sometimes, I just have to do like a sweep before, particularly like Katie Levine, my producer of my podcast, hates. Like I have to come do like a sweep before she arrives when we when and it's not pandemic time. I am surprised that she hates bugs because she's oh. such a cruelty free person. She's a tough lady. She freaks out for like spiders. So I don't kill them. I'll put them in the glass. I'll slide the paper on. I'll bring them outside. I'll launch them like far away. Like I don't kill them, but mm-hmm. she can't deal if they're in. Like she freaks out. So I have to sort of scoop things up and move them outside. I I don't she wouldn't want me killing them. The only um, go ahead. I was going to say the only time I've had like a thing that freaked me out was when I was in California and there was a scorpion in my shower. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. No, and I I, I asked like people that. I'm like is this a thing and people were like no and I'm like maybe someone's trying to kill me. I don't like that. <laughs> I wouldn't like Oh, that. you think your dad slipped it in there? He might have, yeah. Your dad. He was he was going for <laughs> your scorpion. dick, but he yeah. got rid of the yeah. scorpion. Damn this thing. The scorpion stings me yeah. right in the dick. Yeah, the scorpion's going uh, yeah. to stung you in the dick. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, yeah, I wouldn't like that. It's like a bull. Speaking Mm-mm. of dads, this is, a, this is a one of my patented excellent segues. As a parent, worrying is in your job description, but what are the right right things to worry about? Ancestry Health can help you cross a few things off your list when it comes to your family's inherited health risks. Uh, With their most 
advanced genetic testing technology, next generation sequencing, Ancestry Health is now better at determining if you're at lower risk for some commonly inherited conditions linked to breast cancer, colon cancer, and heart disease. Wouldn't it be nice not to worry about that? Your inherited health risks don't have to stay unknown. Learn if you're at lower or higher risk for some commonly inherited conditions linked to breast cancer, colon cancer, and heart disease with Ancestry Health. Find out what your DNA says about genetic risk with Ancestry Health. Head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash best friend to get your Ancestry Health Kit today. That's Ancestry.com slash best friend. Okay. So just one more thing about the, the worm situation. Could you send them for DNA testing? <laughs> I should. You should find Unfortunately, out. Unfortunately, they are wrapped inside a Kleenex at the bottom of the trash. Gross. I could still get them. I could, could get, get them, them out. Um. <clears throat> I hear what you're saying, Arden, but I just want to know, are they like slime, <clears throat> sliming in through the front door or are they coming in like through the walls? Because the front door is more acceptable because that is where people and things come in. You have a I concrete slithering floor? through I the forget. walls. That's so awful. They come up through the floor normally. Ah! How do they do that? So, because I have a so my my where I am now is an old garage. I is a concrete floor that I've painted white, so it looks cute in here, but it is an old garage. So, you're t- how do they get in through the floor if it's concrete? Yeah. Well, yeah, they go yeah. through like around the around the foundation, and there's cracks in that concrete, the especially baseboard, the baseboard. Yeah. And I know it hasn't rained there. Like here, if it rains, the next day when it dries out, there's worms everywhere. Where are you? I'm in just north of Boston. Oh, my God. You're still there. I love that. I'm still here. Yeah. Um, So they like float up. But that's obviously not the case there. That was the first thing I thought of. Because especially the concrete, because it like wicks. No, but it gets – well, I I can't speak for Arden's Garage, but I can speak for my pod cabin – it gets wet every night. Everything is wet every night. Not the not my the floor in here, but underneath it probably is. It's a WAP. It's a wet ass podcast. <laughs> oh, right. slop. It, it <laughs> slaps. It slaps. It slaps. I mean, right. mine doesn't get wet every night, but if it rains a lot, if it's like if we have just days of days of rain, I will get like little puddly pools on the floor, and I think. Yes, if I'm looking, I think it could. I, I, in the, I think they could get in through the doors, and I guess through the. I mean, it's a garage. The things will find their way in. I don't love it. I also have like an air conditioner, so maybe. I mean, I don't know. Oh, right? I feel like if worms were like coming in through the vents, I would notice. Oh, you you're but talking about bugs though. Worms live in the ground. <laughs> Like they, Ken, you think like oh, you think you're better than me, Ken? Yeah. You think you're better than me? You don't think my my worm can fly? Just like, I got a worm will come down your chimney like fucking Santa Claus. I got a turtle that's gonna bite your boss's dick. <laughs> yeah, that turtle's a dick biter. That t- your your dad's turtle's a total boss dick biter. <laughs> All right, I've got another gal chat question. Yeah, I need to hear the drop. Gal chat. Arden. Yep. Your teeth are so white. Are they? Yes, they are. What is the, the, what's the dental story here? I can't use it anymore, but I was using like the Crest 3D whitening toothpaste, but it's given me canker sores 
And wow. also it like ruined my enamel or like yeah. the gum line. So it hurts. <laughs> yeah. So I use it, I would say so now I'm like just on sensodyne. But yeah, I don't I don't do trays or anything. It's literally but that that three D crest white, like and you do the one that's like ninety percent whiter. I'll rotate that in every three or four months and give myself some canker sores. Wait, now you say it's destroying the enamel of the gum line. What's happening? Because I am also having enamel loss. This is the sexiest podcast. Yeah. I also yeah. am having some enamel loss. I mean, I think I naturally have, like, my mom had a lot of gum issues, so I feel like it runs. I've got a little periodontal issues in the old mouth skis, but yeah. um, I think the, the, the dentist is like, the main culprit is the whitening toothpaste, which I used for years. That is so interesting because all those whitening things claim to be easy on the enamel. I don't think they want you to use them every day for four years. I think right. it's supposed to be rotated in and out. So I think if used according to like doctor's orders, maybe they're fine once in a while. They do work. I mean, I have not bleached my teeth. This is all the – and I had kind of stained coffee teeth, so it works. Wow. But it it will uh, – it, don't do it as often as I did it. <laughs> and then I also wanted to ask, on your book cover, you're wearing braces. Oh, yeah. How? How did you guys do that? Thank you for asking. Well, because I wanted the cover to be the one that's on my puzzle. I wanted it to be my sixth grade photo. And they said, <laughs> no, you, we want people to recognize you. So then I recreated mm. my sixth grade photo, the exact same outfit holding my cat. And I found this woman who works on um, – what's that show that Zendaya's on? Uh yeah. Euphoria? Euphoria. So she does makeup on Euphoria and she does prosthetics and stuff. So she oh, cool. made – she did like – they're like – I had like a mold made in my mouth and she made me a set of – full set of braces that's almost like a retainer up and down. So I had braces made that I could pop in so that I did that for the uh, – I thought was going to be the book cover, which was my sixth grade photo. and But I knew I had to give them options. And I didn't want to be like lady comedian in a pretty dress, which I was t- I was like, I knew they were going to pick those. So I was like, it's got to be a little bit weirder than that. So I threw the braces in because I was like, I don't I don't want just a boring. I wanted it to be fun. And that's who wrote just, the book. I like the operating system of my inner 12 year old, you know. Do you still have them? You ever throw them on just for fun? I have, of course I have them. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to use those for sure. Uh, yeah. I totally have them. Not cheap. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not cheap. I would imagine. Yeah. She handcrafted um, them. Wow. I was like, is it Photoshop or no? No. Look at that. Yeah. Practical. Practical. Yep. Yeah, before um, CGI. Practical did you effect. guys watch the Emmys at all last night? I watched all no. of them. I thought they did a good job. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. What did you think? I only caught um, – so uh, I now have a child who periodically decides he will only be communicating in whine, grunt, or moan, okay. and he won't eat. Great. And it's like he is possessed. Okay. Um, and then he'll calm down and eat something and be normal again. Um. So that took up a lot of my time. I know that you guys don't have kids, but for any listeners, help. What do I do? And yes, I do host a parenting podcast. I don't know what to do, though. Um, I think it's just a phase. But anyway. Have uh, you tried an exorcism, though? (laughs) I have not. (laughs) Maybe I could have, maybe someone could come 
drive the worms away. Yeah. And drive this, the the demons out of my child. I this love this. This makes for you. so much sense. Like, I love you got this the for you. Amityville horror flies and worms. Yep. Your yeah. kid's possessed. Thank you. Like this is all the same problem. All the same problem. It might all I know we're joking <laughs> and I don't believe in anything, but I think it might actually be this all the same problem. Yeah, for sure. All the same problem. Yeah. Like, I sh- probably shouldn't have bundled up those worms in a tissue and thrown them out. I oh, probably no. should have. Those might have been Indian burial worms. Yeah. <laughs> what part of the Emmys did you see? I caught the end of it. I felt like, particularly at the beginning, I thought Jimmy did a great. I mean, like, what are you going to do? It's a freaking pandemic. I thought he yeah. did a really good job hosting. To me, I thought it was fun. You know, the first part was crazy because it literally Shits Creek won, I'm not even exaggerating, every single comedy award. So it won actor, actress, best actor, best actress, director, script, and show. So they, it literally, and, and because they, you're not in this theater, they were all in this like tent together in Canada. So it literally was the same group. Again and again and again and again and again and again. Which was, I mean, by the way, it's a great show and they're great. But like, um, I thought it was fun. I thought it was very, I thought he did a good job and it was charming. You caught the less fun part. You caught the sort of draggier part. Um, Maybe I'll go back and watch it. I am happy that Schitt's Creek won all that. I did see some people tweeting stuff like, they wished that other shows had won a little more, blah, blah, blah. But I, I thought I really enjoyed Shit's Maybe Creek. those shows should have been better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It, I mean, even Daniel Levy said it. It was like, oh, now the internet's going to turn on me. It was almost like goodwill, goodwill, goodwill. Okay, now it's just too much. You think you're better than yeah. me? Like, it was, yeah. it was like too, too many. Like, and he, and he knew, he knows how the internet works. Like, they love you until you get like one too many, and then they're gonna want to rip you down like that. So, Is that the first time meant, that's happened? I think they said it's happened a couple times. They said Thirty Rock did a sweep once, apparently, mm. Mm. and then there was some other show they said also did a sweep. But apparently, Daniel won more than any person had won in one night because he won for screenplay, wow. directing, acting. Yeah, he won four. Yeah, he won screenplay, directing, acting, and. It's his show, so that he won four. Apparently, no person's won four before. Wow! And then my other, can do you have the the? Excuse me, lost the ability to talk, which is quite a hindrance when you're hosting a show. Do you have the TV talk jingle? Since we I are talking TV, do TV time, TV time, TV time, TV time, TV time. Have you guys seen <clears throat> Social The Social Dilemma? Yes. Which is on Netflix. Yes. And I started hearing people talk about it saying that it will makes you want to get off social media. It'll make you like delete your Facebook. Facebook is actually one that I don't have a problem with. I'm hardly ever on it. But I am addicted to Twitter and Instagram. And I watched it and I thought it was really good. And it does uh while I was watching it, I recommend it. Um, while I was watching it, I noticed how much my fingers like felt itchy and wanted to go check and scroll. Like I am so addicted. It definitely reminded me of when I saw Super Size Me. 
people either never wanted McDonald's again or I, I, I remember my brother and I both specifically wanted that quarter pounder with cheese that Morgan Spurlock <laughs> threw up that he left. Like, he took one bite. There was like a, still like half of it left. We both wanted to go right to McDonald's and get a quarter pounder with cheese. Just smell it. I just like – you go one way or the other. You're like never again or like give me that – Freaking, and I also yes. felt itchy trigger finger. I was aware of my addiction. Maybe that's what it is. Like, I remember I dated this guy who was sober, but he was always like interested in talking about drugs or like looking oh. at a bag of pot. And right. I didn't understand that. Right. But, um, or like smelling pot. I think yeah. that it's that I was, there was, there was all these glamorous shots of the thing I'm addicted to. Right. You're like, oh, there's my precious baby looking so good. <laughs> Ooh, look but at that. But it is. Yeah. Look Go at ahead. that DM. I'm getting some notifications. Ooh, it is that dopamine firing off. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. look how many likes you got. Why'd that one get likes? And the other one, I thought the other one would get likes. But that one, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> you know but what? That, I, I downloaded yeah. one of those casino apps like oh, those like yeah it's like a you know like a free slot machine app yeah. with not with real money yeah just to do that instead of scrolling twitter wow does it work did it work it's it's the same thrill yeah and at least i'm not like getting in an argument with somebody oh that's smart i well, social dilemma got- makes that point that it, it that thing where you pull down and it refreshes is like the same thing as a slot machine Mm-hmm. I actually had to get a – I get the – I know it's a day late, but I get the physical newspaper. I get the New York Times delivered every morning so I do not go online first thing because mm. I found my brain, once it hooks in, it doesn't do great things for me. So I needed the – I may, I know I'm not fully up to date. I know more stuff has happened since it's got printed and delivered and – and I just picked the New York just because I'm from the East Coast and that's what my parents got. The LA Times, wherever. Lots of things are good. But that, it's just a physical paper, a physical paper to hold in my hand because I'm aware once I'm in for the day, once I'm locked in, time, I lose time. And I can't even imagine growing up with that. Like we didn't even have that through the formative years. It's tough, man. I know, I know. And a lot of the the experts interviewed who worked on all these programs oh. say they won't allow their kids screen time or they won't allow them social media. Um, yeah, I know. It really got me thinking, when can I even think of a day that has gone by where I haven't engaged with social media? I can't even think of one. Like, it's part of every single day of my life. What a waste. I was off of Twitter for two full years until last week. I did not know my password. My, so Anna would tweet for me, my friend Anna, if I had to tweet. I, haven't, I hadn't looked at it. I couldn't get – like if I would see if somebody DM'd me and then I would have her go reply. And uh, because the book's coming out, I was like, okay, I need to operate my Twitter and have access. And it was nice not having another social – it was nice having that break. I will yeah. probably take it again. It, it, How did you get your friend to do this for you? What um, kind of arrangement is this? <laughs> she was just really sweet. I just like – I never tweeted that much. I'm not super active on Twitter. Um, she changed my password for me and uh, she's a producer on my podcast. So it's mostly just like, hey, will you tweet out if we have a podcast or whatever. But I felt like – Twitter just got so – to me, Instagram is so nice and I like looking at pictures and I, 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 I'm I a visual – I like visual things and I felt like Twitter was a little mean for me and I just didn't have it in me. Mm-hmm. 
I weirdly find that Instagram is more affects my mood more than Twitter. Twitter feels like it's it's silly and stupid and it pushes my buttons. Um, and it certainly doesn't make me feel better necessarily. But Instagram, just because of like feeling FOMO or feeling competitive, not as much now, but feeling competitive or feeling like, oh, wow, hooray for you, even though I should be happy for you. Like right. stuff that I'm not, pr- that I'm not proud of those feelings. Right. But that I can feel, I feel, Instagram makes me feel worse about myself than Twitter does. I've found since lockdown for some reason, maybe just noticing it more, but like, I feel this will sound overly dramatic, but like existentially lonely when I'm on social media. Wow. I like that. But I still go on. Like I'm still on it. Like for some reason I just, it makes me feel incredibly like isolated. I like this. I mean, I don't, I don't like that. That's how you feel, but I, I relate to that. I, I, I hadn't fully identified that, but I, I like now that you say that, I was like, I guess I kind of feel the same way too. And I yeah. don't know what that is, but it's like, uh, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I get that. Well, do you feel existentially lonely? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I'm on. Yeah. I mean, sort of. Sometimes. It's weird, though. Like, I don't live alone. And also, like, to the discussion of, like, being up late at night, like, one of my favorite things in the world, and always has been since I was a kid, is to be, like, in a dark room at, like, three in the morning by myself watching a movie. You I know love what I to mean? be alone late at night. I yeah, love it. Yeah, it's just I love so it. still, and it's, like, comforting in a weird yeah. way. It's magic this, hours, because nobody's expecting yeah. you to be anywhere. It's, like, stolen time, and that's yeah. how they make things. Yeah. But it's, but, like, on social media, it's, like, a, it's, like, a, it's a bad lonely. Yeah. It's like a, the more people you're seeing, the more isolated and detached I feel, which is like the opposite of what it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. It's kind of the alone in a crowd feeling. Yeah. I mean, that's what they were saying in the movie that they were saying, like, literally starting in 2011, which is right when like Twitter and Instagram sort of like that they've seen spikes in young teenage girls and teenagers in general but and then like preteen girls and like 10 to 14 like spikes in um depression rates and then spikes in suicide rates or attempted suicide rates like spike 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 spikes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think for so many things whether it's what you're supposed like what the norm is what you're supposed to be doing or somebody making a mean comment on your appearance or like it's it's the full compare and despair part of it. And it like it's hard to let that go, I think. I do think in general, social media for me personally is a force that pushes me to conform and that pushes me to like hide or cover the things that like are sort of special or magical about me that I want to give free reign to. Too much social media makes me lose touch with that. I like that. Like what what is your what are your what what kind of things do you like that are sort of like quirky or unique? Well, I don't know that I can answer it that way as much as I become it it becomes so like outer focused yeah. and it becomes so much about other people's reaction. Right. That 
I, it may, and I become so acquainted with other people's reactions, with the comments, right. with the feedback. So it's like, what are you, which, do, who are you doing it for? Are you right. doing yeah, it for the reaction? Th- then I start to get those voices in my head and maybe I'll be a little less outspoken on my podcast or a little right. less outspoken here, or I'll think of posting a photo, but then I'll imagine someone saying something shitty about it and I'll take, and I, and I won't want to deal with that. Or I don't know. It just, I get that. And then I, but I feel like all of us, should be using our voice to express what we want to express and like who we are. And I don't know, you know, I actually, um, I disabled comments on a post on a post on Instagram and a post on Twitter recently. And it totally like killed the urge to check constantly. I think I might start doing that more. That's smart. I've done that before. Yeah. I had never done it before. I've done it a couple times. You guys, this has been so much fun. I loved it. I loved it. I loved having you on this episode of Arden Week. Arden Week. Hey, I loved it. (laughs) I want to encourage you. I know what I forgot. I want to encourage you. I'm encouraging Allison. She's going to write a really great book. (laughs) And I want to encourage her. To lead with the stuff that's like your special sparkly secret stuff, like the oh, stuff that you. that you would be scared to put online. So Arden and I, after after we recorded the Monday show, she and I were talking just about the process of getting books published and stuff. And I told her a bit about my journey with all of that. Yeah, and she totally helped me figure out what what it like, sort of come up with an angle. I now I'm afraid to say too much. Should I not no. be saying this stuff? No, no, I think you can talk about it. I want to encourage Help you. Help me package it. And I, I guess. feel like, and I want to encourage you to not be afraid of, to not have to have a, a perfect word document on your, like literally it doesn't have to be spell checked. Like it doesn't have to be like, and then when I was 11, like literally <laughs> just like shitty words on a page. Don't reread it. Just keep open it, type it, don't reread it, don't clean it up, just keep keep throwing up onto the page and then at a certain point, then go back and reread and clean it up. But like, don't don't reread it. Just, don't clean it up, yeah. just throw it up onto the page. It's not a pretty, it's not for anybody but yourself. It's just going to the Michael's craft store and getting glitter and glue and felt and yarn and <laughs> sparkles. Like, don't worry about it. It's not, a, it's not, you're not putting it together in the puzzle yet. You're just putting the material on the page. That's it. Thank you. I, yeah, I, um, it's helped me so much emailing back and forth with you. You it sort of helped me figure out a or crystallize a through line. I, I guess, really I think say. that honestly, like, I think it's a good hook that I think both it seems to excite you, which is what's the most important thing. It seemed to like, <laughs> and I think it makes it both taps into something about your core and you as a little Allison, and then becoming like an adult and your journey both in your house and out in the work world and i think it also mirrors what's happened in society in the last few years and like changing for women and i think that that i think people would really relate to your story and 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 be ready to hear it i think you could happily sell it and lots of people would want to read it thank you I know someone who's getting mentioned in the acknowledgments hey! of this book that I just... Is it I the just, Tone Zone? Is it Ken? Is it it's Ken's all, dad? It's all of us because we all talked about it here. Um, it- something that I meant to mention earlier when I was talking about Patreon, you can now sign up for an annual membership if that is something that interests you. And you can get right now... I keep... This is going to change. But right now, it is 12 months 
for the price of 10. So you get a bit of a savings. Right. Um, it is probably going to switch to 12 months for the price of 11. But for right now, it's 12 months for the price of That's 10. That's a good deal. Love so it. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I'm also on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. Listen to my other podcast, Childish. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Ken, where yes. can we find you? What would you like people to look out for? <laughs> Uh, I'm at TVGuidanceCounselor.com. This week's episode is with Scott Valentine. Whoa. Who was Nick Wait, on Nick? Family Ties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh wow. Um, awesome dude. Uh, and of my demon lover. Uh, I'm also at uh, ICanRead.com, R-E-I-D. And I'm at Kenneth W. Reed or at TV Guidance on everything. Didn't he star in some um, famous TV, like anti-drug TV movie? Yeah. No, it was, uh, he did a whole campaign, an anti uh, crack cocaine uh, campaign. Yes. Yeah. I have got he's, to check that one. He's out. a fascinating guy. Like, he, he died once before he started acting. He got run over by a truck and was like in a year of rehab, which is why he got family ties. It's like a whole thing. I love oh that. God. I love yeah. that. <clears throat> I didn't even know that. Now I do. Arden, yeah. where might we find you? What would you like people to look out for? Thank you. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Arden Marine. It looks like Myron, A-R-D-E-N-M as a Mary, Y is in yellow, R-I-N is a no, 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 no. Um, and then my book, Little Miss Little Compton, comes out on Tuesday, so if it's, apparently it's all about the pre-orders. I would be so grateful if you pre-ordered it. You can come to my show this Saturday night. If you buy your tickets, it's only $5. If you buy your tickets in advance, if you can't even – if you can't make it live, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, the link will be live for a week. That's at DynastyTypewriter.com. And I host a wonderful show about the Bachelor franchise called Will You Accept This Rose? It's on iHeartRadio or anywhere you get your podcast. Allison has been a wonderful guest. You can recently listen to her. She did a great so recap much fun. of Nick Vial season. So that's what I would love to promote. Thank you for asking. You are welcome. Tone Zone. Uh, I am at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. My podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And uh, I'd like to promote Waking Up Early. It makes you better than everyone. Oh, how dare you? You think you better than me? You think you yeah. must be yeah, nice. You're going to be sleeping forever. Yeah, you're going to be sleeping forever. You think you're fucking better than me? <laughs> you guys, thank you so much. This was so fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Show. We had a good time.